What's up, guys? Welcome to the Ready, Set, Show podcast. I'm your host, DT. Thank you all for joining us this week. And if you're into music, gaming, and more, you're in the right spot. Ready, Ready, Set, Set, Showtime. What's up, guys? Happy New Year's. It's 2020, and this is the Ready, Set, Show podcast. I'm your host, DT, and I'd like to thank you all for joining us. Guys, first off, let me say you might have three ads to start this episode. It will consist of me. I I did three little charity reads. One's buzz driving, one's shelter pets, and the the other one's diversity in conclusion or something, I I believe. Um, And basically what that is is just, you know, I guess the more listens that it gets, your boy gets a little cheddar. In order for me to break it up, I was hoping to put one like beginning, middle, end. I would have to literally record half the podcast put one at the start record half the podcast put one in the middle and i just i'm sorry i'm not going to do that it's ridiculous if you guys want to skip through them that's cool but if you don't mind give them a listen let me know what you think and let me know how my radio voice is but i just wanted to give you guys a heads up on that new year's guys 2020 i ain't gonna lie the way 2019 ended Jeez, I'm glad it's gone. But there was some good times and bad times, which we'll discuss here shortly with some local news. But guys, I hope everybody had a great New Year's. Forgive my voice. I don't know what's happened, but my voice is just acting like it wants to go out. So bear with me on that. I hope nobody went to jail last night. As you know, the cops were out. New Year's Eve, if your dumbass was out drinking and driving, number one, you're a dumbass for doing that any day of of the year. But especially on New Year's, your ass deserves to go to jail. So, hope everybody had fun. I know I I had to work last night, unfortunately. They did give us today off, which really didn't make any sense. I I wish they would have gave us yesterday and today. But, hey, it's all good. I need money. Times is tough financially, but, hey, that's life. Let me go ahead and get shout-outs out of the way, and then we got some local stuff to discuss And we will discuss 2019. Real quick, guys, before shout-outs, I know I keep delaying it, but you know me, random as hell. Letty put up a video on the Facebook page again, guys. Facebook.com backslash at RSS podcast. She literally put it up last night, I believe. I didn't even know it was up until uh, her and my fiancé were talking. Hell, at first, I was like, did she start another podcast? Because she said she put a video up, and I don't know why I didn't get that notification. But anyway, she basically just addresses what's been going on with her. She felt that it was best you guys hear it from her which I thought was really cool and and definitely necessary. She's got a lot going on. Some stuff I I knew and had a feeling about and other stuff I didn't. Did it make me feel a little better about her? 
stepping away and why she stepped away, yeah, which I never was angry about it. I I was shocked. It sucked. I mean, it's been me and her from day one. We built this up. I'm sure in a couple months everything works out. She'll be back. We wish her nothing but the best again. She's a damn good friend. It ain't going to be the same without her. And guys, you'll notice that I, I switch in logos on the social media pages and stuff. I don't know if anybody's noticed that. First, I was like thinking, man, I don't want this to be taken the wrong way. So let, let me just talk about it. I, basically, it's just not the same throwing those logos up without Letty here. Until she comes back, you may not see those logos. So that's how it is. And that's kind of why I was wanting a new one just for now. And again, if it ends up with what else going on with her, she doesn't come back. That's cool, man. She's still going to be my friend. She's a damn good person. And she's just, you know, one of those unfortunate people like me that just, and, and my fiance, and, I, and probably most of you guys, you're good people that just get caught up and have crappy luck. It sucks. I've tried so hard, just like Letty, and I'm sure you guys, to change my life around. And sometimes, no matter all the good things you do you have bad luck you have bad days and it sucks but we hate that letty is gone it uh, it isn't the same man i find it tough like usually i record over a few days whereas to me and her can come in boom 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 and, and i want letty to know this she said in the video she realized how little she did on this show meaning towards the end before she took the break which you can tell in the earlier episodes her enthusiasm compared to the last oh i don't know 15 maybe 20 or so episodes you could just tell something was on her mind she just wasn't into it the last thing i'm gonna say is that letty you, you did a lot for this show you saying you did little you brought a lot to this show more than you'll ever know and never once did i think oh i'm doing more work than you or anything along those lines you had a lot on your plate you have a busy schedule i mean so yeah there's going to be times where you're maybe not as prepared as you want to be or could be but that's fine i mean you came in you went over it and you did well i liked how we meshed i think we had a great chemistry on there as far as like you catching on to what i'm doing and everything and it just means the world to me and it's memories that are awesome that i'll never forget and i hope they continue but if that's where it leaves off then hell yeah man i mean we did a lot i mean we didn't know nothing we learned from day one we grinded and we just hit a road bump no big deal sometimes we fall down it's all about how we get back up learn from it and just kick ass and take names man and that's what we'll do we hope you come back if you're not able to for some reason i just want you to know i got you back and when i say we i'm referring to me and the listeners by the way we got you back you're a damn good person you're a damn good friend don't be down lift your head up and like my boy chino says in one of my favorite deftone songs when you walk into this world walk into this world with your head up high you're, you're a great person you've got love for people you help people and we'll never forget you as a friend and as a co-host get everything back on track and get your ass back here so we can get back to that ready, ready set, set showtime. Showtime. that's it guys i just wanted letty to know that i'll probably make a little video 
referring to that. And also, go check out her video. Seriously, show her some love. Show her some support. Tell her you got her back. Let her know how much she means to this podcast. My shout-outs. I just want to give a shout-out to my beautiful family, man. I love them so much. And, man, I, I say this, I feel like, every episode. But it's true, man. I mean, these last six months, they've been rough for us. Like, this is some of the worst luck I've had in, in forever. And it just seems like it's piling on, but we stick together. Yeah, there may be some arguing and disagreements, but for the most part, we stick together and we're just dealing with it and just trying to, you know, get out of this financial hole that I'm sure most people are in. And if you're not, hell yeah, I'm happy for you, but I love them so much. Journey, Kinsley, Kiana, Ryder, my beautiful children, they're awesome. Shout out to Journey Bunny, my my 15-year-old. She's awesome, and I miss her so much, even though she's pissed off at me. She has a reason to be personal stuff. I love her, I miss her, and we can't wait to see her very soon. So shout out to Journey Bunny, though she's a teenager. Probably don't want me calling her that. She'll always be my bunny. I want to give a shout out to my co-host, Letty. And she's hopefully got something cool in the works. And I hope she gets it. She'll know what I'm talking about. And we wish her nothing but the best. Her and Ruby, who is turning eight. That's awesome, man. They're great people. And we miss them. We do. We miss you, Letty. I got to give a shout-out to Kellen, man, that got all this started. I always give Kellen a shout-out because, dude, without him, I don't know that I would have ever done a podcast. I mean, honestly, he was always the one telling me I should be on radio and pretty much gave me the confidence and the idea to do it. So shout-out to Kellen. Got to give a shout-out to all our friends down at Greenville Vapor, guys. If you're here locally, even if you're in Johnson City or anywhere in East Tennessee, go check out Greenville Vapor. They got great prices great juices and they're just a great group of people man a hell of a good guys and i'm telling you they will help you quit smoking they won't steer you toward the more expensive starter kits or whatever you may be looking for and they'll get you the best device juice possible to help you quit smoking we've used them for many years they're a great group of guys they care about vaping in the vaping community go show them some love and tell them the ready set show podcast sent you shout out to greenville vapor and last but not least all you listeners man whether you're new old if you've shared the podcast if you've commented gave us ideas and keep that going man if you like us and i only want people to like and follow this podcast if you enjoy it and guys don't feel free to to message me on facebook or whatever it may be if you see me outside of the podcast Come up to me and give me ideas, dude. If I like it, dude, I will talk about it. But shout out to all you listeners, man. Thank y'all for the support. I greatly appreciate it. So, guys, it's 2020. Once again, Happy New Year. Everybody has New Year's resolutions. So where I kind of want to kick this off is mine. I think I've talked about it before, but hell, it's a new year, so let's go over it. My goal is... I still smoke cigarettes even though I vape, and I know that's really hypocritical and don't make any sense, but I will be cutting out smoking soon. Um, I really only smoke at work, and guys, if you see me smoking, don't automatically think, oh, you ain't quitting. I mean, it's a process. You know how it is, but I've pretty much already almost quit. I just, you know, need to don't smoke when I cigarettes while I'm at work, and I'll be good. Uh, I, I, me, 
I've noticed, dude, that I just cuss so much. Like, I just use so many curse words. Sometimes it don't even make sense. You know, like, somebody will be like, yeah, you know, I can't believe he did that. I'll be like, yeah, what the fuck's this? You know, like, or, yeah, that motherfucker, motherfucker, you know, I, I mean, I just need to stop that. Like, I, re- I don't know, dude. It just sounds belligerent to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting older. And, I mean, yeah, man, sometimes it's it's funny when you're doing certain shit that cuss, but I don't know. I feel like there's other times where you just sound like an idiot, and I don't want to come off like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm really, really trying to change a lot of the dumb shit that I used to do, but, I mean, there's nothing wrong with cursing. You want to do it, do it. I mean, I'm just speaking for me. Like, I just do it, and it it's ridiculous. And plus, with my daughter, I don't want her using those type of words, you know? I mean, that's it's crazy, because she's already said some stuff, and yeah, of course it's my fault, because my fiancé, you rarely hear her cuss, unless she's just really mad. But that's one, and then I would have to say my last one, I, I want to start, obviously, the podcast. I want to get it back on track, get another co-host, and just start tearing it up, man. I mean, I really do. But what I also want to do is play drums. You know, guys, I've talked about this briefly on the show, but I used to be a musician in a band, 12 Gauge Heretics. I think I've put as an intro into the show, like one of our songs, All We Got Is Us, I put on there. And that was, we went into a studio, a guy named Mark up in Gatlinburg. I, I forget his last name right now, but he was our buddy Jake's uncle. He had like a half million dollar studio up in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, dude. It was awesome. We went up there and just had a blast. But pretty much I started playing. I got a late start on drums. Like I didn't start till I was 14. And it was so funny because I got a set of pearls that I traded this guy. You know, remember those BB guns that look like pistols? Like those pistol type BB guns? I traded this kid one of those for a drum set. And he, like, tried to pull some bullshit where he come back and took it back, but I eventually got it back. And ever since then, man, my bu- uh, buddy Jared Pitts, a.k.a. the Mad Scientist, a.k.a. Jared, quit playing rap and let's get back to rock. He actually came and, I, you know, he was a, he's one of the best musicians I've ever heard. I mean, th- this guy literally is a one-man band, you know, but he's a cool dude. I mean, yeah, we were in some bands that didn't work out. But, hey, that's life. Sometimes things don't work out. Um, I, I kind of wish for me, like, I was just so adamant to play with Jared because we were best friends. I grew up. He pretty much showed me some things on drums, other things I learned myself, other things I, I remember watching my uncle. He's a hell of a drummer. Shout out Aaron McNeese. That's my uncle. He's a dang good drummer, dude. I'm telling you, he's awesome. Um, but anyway, I would watch them with a combination of all those. It was like when I actually sat down on the drum set, I, I knew some stuff. I knew the basics. And I just kind of progressively got better over the years. But, I mean, even, I, I don't know, man. I'm not one of them people that, like, brags on myself or yeah i'm good like i feel like i could be better like the drummers i've seen not just here locally but of course that are big like i just feel like i'm nowhere near that you know like i'm decent like i'm not a flashy drummer i i I have yet to learn double bass 
I'm just a simple, I can keep the beat, and I can throw in some other stuff, you know what I mean? I, I mean, I can, but I'm not like, you know, drum, I mean, I could do a drum solo, but it ain't, it ain't like what you would probably hear, but again, I've been, I haven't played in probably five, well, probably seven, eight years, good lord, man, I mean, because the band I was in, 12 Gauge Heretics, you know, on top of the many failed bands and you get in a band with somebody and then this dude wants to go over here and get laid or this dude wants to do drugs or this dude decides he wants to go jam with somebody else, you know, on top of that happening repeatedly, you just couldn't get with a steady band. I mean, dude, it's hard, though. It's hard. And then you get members that don't work out and then you you might have a guy that, you know, he don't want to cause problems, but he don't like somebody in the band, so he just quits. You know, you, you it's really hard to get a band going, but when I was in 12-Gauge, dude, that was probably one of the most, that was probably my favorite band I was in. Other than I was in a band with some friends of mine, Hypnosis. It was me, Jared, a friend of ours, Nick, and, and this young dude named Brian. And that was my favorite until 12-Gauge. Because, man, I was with a great group of guys, man. Me, Mitchell, Jared, and my friend Denny, which I miss Denny, man. He's a hell of a musician, too. I, he was the bass player. I was on drums. Jared did vocals, and Mitchell did guitar. And, you know, Mitchell is that one guy in the band, man. He he just he wanted to go out. He'd get laid. He, he would invite people over, so let's say we wanted to make up new music, it was hard because we had all these fucking people over there all the time. We ended up coming up with 10 songs. I think one of one or two of them was mine and Jared. One of them was mine and Jared's Riot. The other one was Jared's It'll Never Change. And some of y'all that listen to podcasts may have heard 12 Gauge. If you all want to hear more, let me know. I'll post it. But it was fun times, man. But then when Mitchell passed, I think that took a lot out of me playing drums. So, I don't know, man. It was just, it killed it for me. And I was trying to get my shit together because I was screwing up then. So, I've always put it on the back burner. But, man, I'm ready to play. I'm ready to play. But I'll talk more of the full story of the 12 Gauge Heretics and my musical journey maybe next episode. But anyway, uh, so we got some local news, guys. By, oh, yeah, by the way, let me know your all's New Year's resolutions on our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash at RSS podcast, guys. And also, guys, please go give our anchor page a follow if you enjoy this podcast. I don't know why I keep saying we because it's pretty much just me now, but I'm going to get a cool team together. Anchor.fm backslash r-s-s-podcast, guys. Go check it out. You want to, oh, oh, you want Twitter? At Ready, Set, Show, Pod. Snapchat, RSS Podcast, guys. Go give those a follow. Instagram, I believe Inst- our Instagram is Ready, Set, Show, Podcast, and it's got underscores in between, like Ready, Set, Show, and Podcast. So go, go give those a follow, guys. I'm going to start... That's one of my main resolutions, too. I want to start posting more on all our social medias, man. But, dude, that's why I want to get somebody to help me. Whether it be on the mic and with the social medias and stuff or whether it be, you know, 
off the mic. I don't care. I mean, I, I am going to get somebody to help me. I might get a co-host and then get somebody to run the social media pages. It's just hard when, you know, the people are busy, too. You can't. We can't really pay them right now. I mean, I don't, you know, have the funds to do it right now. We're not getting paid for this. But who knows, man. If anybody wants to help out with that, hey, let me know for real. And I'm serious on that co-host thing. I am looking for one. But, um, so some local stuff I want to talk about here. Uh, I'm sure most of y'all have heard, at least a lot of the people, we're finally, Greenville, Tennessee, 2020, getting a Chick-fil-A. And I had heard a rumor that Nashwanger, which y'all know Nashwanger, he's a dude that just buys shit everywhere and puts his name all over it, which, hey, it's your money, do whatever. I personally, you know... I mean, I get his hospital doing that, and that is a damn good, Nashwanger Hospital's a damn good hospital, but dude, he throws it on everything. But anyway, I'd heard that he was, he didn't approve it, or something happened with him involved, and we weren't getting it. Now, in our college here, one of our colleges, Tusculum College, there's a Chick-fil-A in there right now. But we're supposed to be getting one here in town, which would go over toward where the old Ryan's building was. And let me see. I believe it's called Georgia's Southern Table. It says in the GreenvilleSun.com, while 2019 is concluding with the community awaiting a new standalone Chick-fil-A restaurant that will that wait will be over by the end of 2020, according to the company. I don't know why it's going to take that long, but whatever. A fall 2020 opening is now planned for the new restaurant to be constructed at the former Georgia's Southern Table and Ryan Restaurants, location in the Crockett Crossing Shopping Center on East Andrew Johnson Highway. Quote, we are excited by the prospect of joining this vibrant community, unquote, a Chick-fil-A spokesperson said in a statement, quote, we are targeting a construction date in the late spring 2020 with the hope of an early fall 2020 grand opening. We look forward to serving new guests delicious food in an environment of genuine hospitality, unquote. So there you have it, guys. We are uh, we're getting a Chick-fil-A, dude, finally. Not that this is like headline news, but it, for around here it is. And look, I think it's awesome, don't get me wrong, but... I mean, good Lord, 2020? I mean, what, Johnson City and all these people, they've had one for, what, five, eight, ten years? I, I just don't get why we are so far behind, why we can't move forward. Like the other day, I seen another new cop car. You know, they're upgrading, but God forbid the town, you know, and, and I get it, man. Cops got a tough job, you know, whatever's whatever, but... You know, come on, man, give us some. We pay these high-ass taxes, this bullshit will tax when we go get our tags. I mean, half the time y'all fix roads that don't even need it. I mean, man, give us some cool shit here. You know, y'all want these drug problems and all this bullshit to change, man. Y'all gonna have to give a little back. That's all I'm saying. You know, if y'all... Y'all go look at some of our episodes, like hashtag change in Greenville episode. It's in the, I think, mid-65, 66, something like that episode. You'll hear us go on about that in our hometown here. But I uh, got another thing here from the Greenville Sun. It says that uh, Tennessee gun law to change in 2020. Yeah, you know, I got some friends that are into guns and stuff. And 
Nashville, Tennessee. It says, Tennessee will soon begin offering a new concealed carry-only handgun permit that doesn't require an applicant to demonstrate the ability to fire a weapon. Under the new handgun law, a permit to carry a concealed handgun could be obtained after online training of at least 90 minutes. The current handgun carry permits to be known as quote-unquote enhanced handgun carry permits would still remain an option. Those permits require eight hours of in-person training with the live firing required, a testing procedure that critics say is time-consuming and burdensome. The NRA, or otherwise known as National Rifle Association's legislative arm, backed the new measure, but the Tennessee Firearm Association opposed it, contending that other states may refuse to acknowledge Tennessee's existing handgun carry permits, or only the new ones. The group also said adding the permit could get in the way of its goal of a permitless carry. Wow, no permit. While the bill was being debated during the 2019 legislative session, Democratic lawmakers criticized the bill for its lax rules and testing requirements. At one point, Senate Majority Leader Jeff Yarborough, a Democrat from Nashville, said he was able to skip an online training course's videos and finish while the legislative committee he was in advanced the bill. The Tennessee chapter of Moms Demand Action for Gun Sense in America, a nationwide organization working to curb gun violence, also opposed the bill. In late November, the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security began accepting applications from vendors seeking to offer online concealed carry classes. Applications include proof of handgun instructor certification. The new concealed carry-only permit application would be $65 instead of the enhanced handgun carry permit's $100 fee. However, that $65 does not include the cost of the online course. Of course. You thought you were going to get it cheaper? As of a Friday, the Department of Safety and Homeland Security had approved just two vendors to offer online courses. As, uh, let's see, Clarksville Guns and Archery Tennessee Carry Permit Online School and Tier 1 Tactics. Both courses cost just under $40, so it's pretty much now $105 instead of 100 So they damn, they act like they lowered it. I thought, good Lord, that doesn't happen here in Tennessee. Only one vendor has been denied approval due to their course being too short, a spokeswoman with the agency confirmed. Concealed carry-only permit holders cannot carry their weapon on any state, college, or university campus. The new law goes into effect January 1st, 2020. Most new laws are implemented at the beginning of a physical year, which kicks off on July 1st, but a handful are also scheduled for later if the state needs more time to prepare the changes. So for all you gunheads out there, all you gun enthusiasts, there you go. Uh, it's a new law taking effect in uh, Tennessee starting today, guys. I mean, I'm not a big gun guy. I mean, I can kind of see both sides. Uh, a friend of mine, Zach, who actually, shout out to him, I work with, started listening to the podcast. He, he's, a, he's a gun guy. And man, he made some really good points. He's for guns. 
And But he made some really damn good points, and I feel like, you know, I don't think we should be completely disarmed because, good God, you know as soon as these fucking psychos and terrorists and all this shit, when they hear some shit like that, what do you think that shit, what do you think they're going to do? And then we're screwed. Now, I, I don't get why the automatic weapons argument, I, I just don't see why if you're not in the military or something along those lines, why you would need a damn automatic, semi-automatic fucking assault rifle. You know what I mean? But, hey, again, I'm not a gun enthusiast. Maybe so, I know some people just like to collect them, but I, I feel like if, if they give you some kind of mental evaluation to make sure you're not going to go crazy and do it, and maybe they keep tabs on you, check on you once a year or twice a year hey i'm cool with it but again i'm not a big gun guy I just have some friends that are and i seen that hit my email earlier so i wanted to share that with you on the podcast last bit of news before i jump into the silk road this is an interesting story i think y'all will enjoy if not and say dt what the hell's wrong with you you bored the fuck out of me and don't say that to be a smart ass. I know some of y'all will. But uh, this is gaming-related news, guys. I, forgive me. I, like I said, I want to do something different to kick this one off. We'll you know, go back to our gaming and music news you know, off and on. But every now and then, I, I like to talk some crime and, and gangster mob type stuff. So you, I think y'all enjoy it, though. But Ninja... And uh, the other streamer, another big-name streamer, Dakotas. Dude, these two have been going back and forth, back and forth on damn Twitter. And even in their videos, even on their streams, they, uh, let's see, it says, Ninja and Dakotas have been taking shots at each other, disagreeing over whether content creators should be able to criticize the game they are playing. Ninja has clashed with other Fortnite personalities in the past over this matter, including Turner, Tifu, Wani Bitch, I mean, Tifu, Tenny, saying that if they no longer like the game, they should simply stop playing it. The truth hurts. On December 20th, Blevins... That's that's Ninja's real name, Tyler Blevins, released a video to Twitter in which he lashed out at streamers for criticizing Fortnite, encouraging them to instead go and play other games. Dakota has hit back in dramatic fashion on Christmas Eve. In a clip from his Christmas Eve stream, Dakota's confirmed that he had blocked the Mixer star, Ninja. Quote, it must be tough to get blocked being ninja, unquote, he said. Quote, I wonder what that feels like. Not everyone's going to kiss your ass in life, buddy, unquote. And I caught a clip of that. He really did. And then he goes on to say, quote, now you don't have to read my tweets, he continued. You don't have to complain about me anymore. Next time you make a video about me, tag me, pussy. Until then, take a seat, unquote. The 31-year-old is referencing Blevins' criticism of streamers who are perceived to hate on games they play. Some side with Ninja, while others arguing playing that a game does not stop an individual from being able to criticize the game in question. Dakotas has since followed up on his stream comments with a number of critical tweets in which he says that he blocked Blevins because he doesn't, quote, need a snowflake sending his 12-year-old army on me, unquote. <laughs> That's true. Um... Ninja's wife, like, jumped in on this. And then for some reason, I, I think 
Tifu's girlfriend, what's her dumbass name, Corinne or something, for some reason this dumb bitch jumped into, like, uh, you know, look, I get Ninja's wife, though I wouldn't want her to jump in. I would be like, you know, hey, honey, I got this. You know, chill out. Because, just because you don't want it to get taken to, to a really personal level. Uh, but Dakota's one of them dudes you don't want to mess with. But Corinna jumped in on it, kind of going at Ninja. And it's like, you, you know, first off, bitch, who was talking to you? Who who was even saying your name? It says, I see Ninja and I see Dakota's. Uh, Tifu need to tell his old lady to shut up. Because, dude, I'm telling you, I've heard her get involved with a lot of these type instances. And who we wouldn't even know who the hell she was if she wasn't either being with Tifu or showing titties and ass like all them other bimbo chicks uh, like her. Not, you know on instagram so let's be honest here like shut the hell up like i don't I, that pissed me off more than any of this argument because both sides including ninja's wife were making good points i, I do think this kind of got a bit out of hand i mean because look it's like this we all get pissed off and and say shit and criticize games that that's what we do you know, sometimes we mean it, sometimes we don't. That's our right to do, so that I understand as far as Dakota's. I understand that he blocked him because he don't want to hear the ninja's weirdo fans, and dude, he's got some weirdos, but I'm sure all these guys do. Um, and I understand ninja's side because, let's be honest, there probably wouldn't be a Dakota's a ninja. I know I wouldn't have heard of them unless uh, of Fortnite. I didn't hear of a lot of these guys. Fortnite has changed a lot of gamers, uh, you know, from now and in the past and probably in the future. It's changed a lot of their lives. Uh, I mean, it's made, think about it, it's made millionaires out of these guys. Definitely Ninja. Dakota's, a, you know, that dude probably ain't a millionaire, but he probably ain't far away. Nick Merckx, those guys. Uh, well, Nate Shot made it pretty much Call of Duty, but... I mean, you got a lot. Tifu, uh, that Booga kid that won the World Cup, that kid made $3 million. I mean, when Epic comes to those tournaments, you getting 500 Gs or a million, you know, they don't play around. So on Ninja side, I can kind of understand, like, look, dude, you know, it gets old, everybody criticizing the game. I mean, but I, I feel like, guys, there's things that are going to happen on your favorite game, on any of these games that you don't like. But Ninja needs to understand that, dude, you're allowed to criticize it. If you, you, I never understood why people, if you don't like what people say, do, whatever, then just ignore it. It's so easy. Why do you got to go make a big fucking deal about it? And, you know, I don't choose sides, though. If I had to, I, I, I lean more toward Dakotas here. I mean, I would. I don't know why he took it like calling him a pussy and stuff. Though I, though it was funny. I just, you know, it did get out of hand, and then it, his, him and Dakota's and Ninja's wife was going back and forth. Which again, I don't even know why she jumped in it. But hey, that's her husband. She got the right to defend him. This Corinna, fucking idiot. I don't even know why she said anything. Tifu, shut your dramatic ass woman up, dude. Or you get dealt with, bitch. 
I don't know, guys, if anybody's followed this little beef, I just thought it was kind of funny. There was some, it did get out of hand, but I understand both sides. If anybody has followed this story, gives a shit, let me know what you think, man. I mean, are you, if you criticize a game, does that mean you should stop playing it? Or does or we, do we all have the right to do that? You know what I mean? I feel like we do. I mean, we all get pissed off at video games, especially like me. I'm very competitive. I mean, I do get... If you're one of them people that literally every time you play the game, you're just shitting on it, then just quit playing it. I mean, if it's like a, you, every now and then you just get mad, heat of the moment type of thing, and you... Or you go, hey, I feel like they could do this different, that different. Man, ain't nothing wrong with that. I, I mean, I just don't get why Ninja felt the need. I mean, but again, it was his stream. That's his opinion that he's firing back. He's entitled to that, too. But, you know, he needs to tell, like, his little weirdo young-ass fans, like, don't be going over attacking the guy, man. I mean, it's an opinion. And he has, and something obviously happened because Dakota's one of them dudes. I don't give a damn how many followers, millions you got. He he don't give a damn. He'll he'll let you know. And dude, you guys got to go check that kid out. Dakota's he's a beast at sniping. That dude's made snipes. I'm like, holy shit. But you guys, give me your take on this. Who you who you side up with more, Ninja Dakota, or do you just think it's dumb, or do you not care? All right, guys. I was going to talk, uh, you know, I'm into crime stories and stuff like that. I was going to talk about uh, Ross Ulbrich and the Silk Road. I don't know those of y'all who are familiar with that story, but it's a pretty cool story. But I think I'm going to wait. I I'm going to do some more research on it. If you guys want to go ahead and look it up, I might do it next episode. Ross, R-O-S-S, -S, and then Ulbrich, he spells it U-L-B-R-I-C-H-T, I believe. And then it's the Silk Road. It's a dark net amazon marketplace type deal people ended up selling drugs and guns on it at one point and it turned into this big court case his kid got railroaded we got programming hackers dude it, it, it corrupt cops i mean dude it's crazy and you you got to check it out I'll, I'll talk more on it next week but what i wanted to do seeing as how you know i started recording this episode yesterday and and again i you know, usually what I'm doing now that I'm I'm by myself, I'm going to break it up maybe into a few days or hell. Sometimes I might just run a full episode in one day. I figured, you know, it's New Year's, man. New Year's 2020 is here, finally. So I just wanted to recap 2019, man. I mean, it, I didn't do really anything exciting, but it was a it was a decent year, I felt like, for the most part, until really wintertime, since about mid-September on I don't know what happened but I just got hit with bad luck after bad luck my car that I'd had for five years the old the old 94 Lincoln Town car bit the dust finally which sucked and then the next car I got y'all remember the infamous uh piece of shit David down there at K&J Motors in Morristown Tennessee don't go down there they'll rob you screwed me over on that car that's what I'm saying, man. I mean, I had a rough year to end the year, but my beautiful daughter, Kinsley, turned four, so that was awesome. She's getting bigger. By the way, real quick, she's been playing Fortnite. Now, usually Kinsley gets a controller, and she'll just run around. She's been playing with the controls and stuff. I show her some stuff here and there. Well, she figured out on the sniper rifles on Fortnite how to do the scope, 
Well, then I noticed as she was doing the scope, she was shooting. Well, there was a person going for a supply drop. Well, next thing you know, I seen her shooting at him, but she missed. Well, next thing you know, I look up, and it says that she hit a, and I quote, 200-meter snipe. Yeah, my four-year-old hit a 200-meter snipe. And then later on, got a uh, another kill in the game. It was like more close up. But that's awesome. I didn't get a kill on Fortnite. Good God, I can't, I can't tell you how many games it took before I got one. That's awesome, dude. And yeah, we were playing Team Rumble. Yeah, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's not as hard as like the players that go in solos and stuff like that. I mean, you could get put in a game where most of the players are good, or you could get put in a game where most of them aren't that great. But still, a four-year-old hit a 200-meter snipe. I didn't help her. She did it all on her own. I don't even think I showed her how to use the scope. So, yeah, that's awesome. What's your four-year-old doing? No, <laughs> I'm playing. 2019, man. It was cool. We got some good confirmations like Raids Against the Machine touring again. I think Motley Crue going back out on the road. We had the return of My Chemical Romance. Letty's taking a break. That really sucks. That, that... You know, on top of everything I had go wrong, I mean, that hurt at first, but once she broke everything down and I, I got more in detail what happened, you know, I don't blame her. I didn't before. I guess it just shocked me. I like doing it by myself. It's fine, but I want to have a co-host. You build that chemistry. Mistakes happen. You can catch each other. You set each other up for jokes, and it just makes for an overall more entertaining podcast and episodes. 2019 was a decent year. Was I happy to see it go? Hell yeah. I really hope 2020 is better. And again, man, you know, we're in the hole financially but i mean let's be real i mean most of us probably are but luckily man you know i got a cool landlord shout out to him working with us and everything and and i'm appreciative of that and i, I just we just had a lot of bad luck in 2019 wasn't devastating but as far as music goes i mean there was some decent things happening in music a lot of new albums from great bands that we like like corn the the infamous tool album the 13-year wait that came out that was awesome that was probably the highlight of music uh, Fortnite reaching new heights we started a new chapter a new season i mean Fortnite gained a lot of popularity and uh the end of season 10 there was a live event which the old map was destroyed we were led into a black hole which there was no fortnight for two days as we were waiting on what turned out to be chapter two season one and it was crazy i mean kids was going crazy punching their moms and dads in the face there was riots uh, in the schools and people were just going nuts because they couldn't play fortnite for two days man but it, it's just crazy to see how popular fortnite night became and it just gained more and more traction they had so many collaborations from the marshmallow live event star wars i mean it was just crazy man they had the robot versus monster live event and it just shows why the game is so exceptional and and just so popular and is dominating gaming right now and they don't look like they're slowing down anytime soon and uh a guy had asked tim sweeney i believe he's the ceo of epic games who makes fortnite and he said is uh fortnite a platform 
or a game, and he said, ask that in 12 months. So God only knows what is going to be happening with Fortnite 2020 and beyond, man. I mean, it's it's insane what they're doing in gaming. I mean, it's never been done. They don't seem like they're slowing down, and... I give them props, man. As mad as we get at Epic Games sometimes, they're geniuses. Face it. It, it, was, a, it was a weird year, man. Like, uh, you know, usually I'm used to, you know, you have more downs sometimes than ups. I don't know, man. 2019, it was like when I would have downs, like it would just be like boom, 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 like piling on. And then at the end of the year, like, I don't know, man. Like I told y'all, that's some of the worst luck I've had. So, I mean, if I had to recap 2019, get the fuck out of here. 2020, I'm glad you're here. Let's make it happen. My Florida State Seminoles, you know, my college football team, love them so much. Yet another shitty year. But Willie Taggart's gone. The problem is gone. Those of you all who said that Willie Taggart, it wasn't the problem, you're an idiot. Uh, Those of you all who wanted James Blackman in as quarterback, I think at one point in time I may have even said that, we're idiots. We lost our bowl game that we fought hard to finally make after two years. We lost Arizona State 20-14. to That sucked. But we got a new coach, Mike Norvell. He's hired a great staff. Hey, and get this, Willie Taggart couldn't recruit a quarterback for two seasons straight. Coach Norvell come in and got two quarterbacks already. So that's awesome. I And a lot of people are saying, oh, God, Mike Norvell came from Memphis. But look, man, I mean, so what? I feel like he's going to be underrated. He's going to be one of those coaches that everybody thinks because he came from a school like Memphis, who, by the way, had a damn good year. I think they ended up 10-2 and two or 10-3. and three. Now, they did lose their bowl game, but it was to Penn State, for God's sake. They had a damn good year, and they were good the last few years. So, if, you can, if he can turn around at Memphis and make them good, I mean, come on. And it don't matter. Yeah, they don't play as good a teams as we will, but I think he's going to do good. He's already making big, big moves. He's not over here you know selling you some bullshit that he knows he ain't he can't do he's just saying hey look all i ask is give me your trust i know how things look just give me a chance to turn them around and prove myself to you and i respect that i mean a lot of us were fooled by willie taggart in his press conference but uh he's now coaching at i think florida atlantic university taggart your ass Great guy, though. I hated that didn't work out, but God, dude, it was a damn disaster. So that kind of sucked, but hey, New Orleans Saints, baby, hey, we killing it. We killing it. We will be in the Super Bowl if the refs don't fuck us like they do every year. You know, the, I started working at the place I'm at now. It's cool. I mean, I don't know, man. Kind of how it's run is weird. The way they do things is weird, but hey, factories around here, I mean, none of them are normal. It's a job. There's cool people that work there. I mean, my supervisor, man, he's had my back, so that's cool. Even though he's a Cowboys fan, we'll overlook it. Met some great people. I got a little down toward the end of the year. I ain't going to lie. And then Letty and then all that luck with my you know, cars and still not having a car and having to rely on other people. It sucks, man. I mean, a lot of things happen, and I know sometimes it feels like the world's crumbling down on you and you just don't feel like well nothing ever works out or oh, man i'm tired of all this shit happening believe me man it gets old but i'm one of them people man like i just can't give up 
Like, I, I got a lot of personal stuff going on. Some people are mad at me, but I got to suck it up, get my stuff together, and, and go over there and make amends. Like, with my family, I got to make amends, and I know that. And though 2019 ended bad, hey, man, it's another year. I got to wake up each day. The good Lord helped me with that. Let's be honest, it could be worse. We could not be here. Vaping, we had the vaping ban, which I'm going to talk about that because apparently this isn't going away. Trump came out and said that he wasn't going to ban vaping or, or flavored e-juices. So that was cool. So that's going to be my rant. So I'll touch more on that shortly. So we had that vaping scare. We had more of those mass shootings that happened. I mean, it just seems like we get more and more every year. And seemed like this year we had one every month, every other month, man. It's just tragedies. It's just psycho people that have mental issues. And that these problems need to be taken care of in 2020. I mean, this is getting out of hand. Yeah, you know, come to think about it, the more I talk, I, I think I'm talking way more negative about two. I mean, 2019 sucked ass. Who am I kidding? There was some okay moments there, like I said, me and Letty grinding the podcast, having fun doing that. I mean, we learned so much and came such a long way, and though we didn't get a whole lot of followers, uh, we got some new listeners to the show, and I'm sure the further we get, it'll get a lot better, and hopefully when she comes back, and if she comes back, it'll be ten times better and uh, more consistent and have a lot of good entertainment for you guys. And like I said, man, there was a lot of ups and mainly downs in 2019 you got to learn from it you got to keep your head up and keep moving you can't just give up and just find ways to make it better when you make mistakes learn from them and trust me your life will become a lot easier guys let me know your opinion of 2019 let me know some highlights some cool times some cool stuff that happened to you but all right guys on to everybody's favorite time of the show it has been one of them motherfucking days i tell you y'all it has been one of them motherfucking days it's time to rant this rant guys i want to talk more of this vaping flavor band just when you think it's going to go away i mean here we go it's coming right back and now there's some really huge news and update going on right now and i was a little nervous at first but if this is all that happens i i think most of us don't have anything to worry about i'll give my take on it i'll read you guys what's going on with trump and what he's getting ready to implement here shortly i believe in the next maybe week few days might be a month I, i'm not exactly sure we'll read about it discuss it and i'll give my thought my take where i think vaping's headed all right guys let's have a rant shout out to my buddy terry he actually sent me this anything vaping related that's going on like especially this crazy shit terry always tags me dude don't miss shit but it says uh cnn.com says Trump administration plans to ban most flavored e-cigarette cartridges but not menthol now when I read that I'm like oh shit well what does that discuss and and if you guys anything vaping related if you want to 
you go on YouTube, you want to watch reviews, and a guy that's just going to tell you like it is, Jay Hayes, J-A-I, and then H-A-Z-E on YouTube, man. He's a good dude. And I watched something on him talking about this as well. It says, the Trump administration will soon announce a ban on most flavored e-cigarette cartridges, according to two officials familiar with the plans. The ban does not include menthol or tobacco-flavored products, but applies to fruit or dessert flavors. Dude, I don't know one person that vapes menthol or tobacco-flavored products. I used to, but then they were like, oh shit, dessert and fruit flavors are a lot better. You might as well just say, cut it out. Because nobody's going to just vape tobacco and menthol. People will just go back to smoking cigarettes or hopefully they just won't smoke at all. But probably they're going to find a way to somehow get juice. Which I guess would be illegal. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do this. But quote, we're going to protect our families. We're going to protect our children. And we're going to protect the industry. Unquote. President Donald Trump told reporters Mar-a-Lago on Tuesday. Adding that some products could be quote unquote very quickly returned to the market. The ban is meant to allow for more research on the products. Though there's been over 10 years worth. Trump still needs more. You fired. It will apply to flavored cartridges, but not tank systems that are sold in vape shops. Guys, I want to say that again. It will apply to flavored cartridges, but not tank systems that are sold in vape shops. So, pretty much, if you are rocking pod devices, then you're screwed. And quite frankly, I don't give a shit. I don't use pods. I'm not saying they're the cause of all the outbreaks and deaths. But I know those that are using the bad liquid THC that's going around, they're using pod devices. I don't know a lot about pod devices, but I don't think they were, they're killing people. But cartridge-based e-cigarettes have been popular among underage users. Joel, who is the biggest issue in the vaping world right now, the leading e-cigarette maker, has previously uh, stopped selling flavors including mint mango cream and cucumber thank god you'll just go away and we probably won't have any problems trump administration officials announced in september the u.s food and drug administration also known as the fda federal dumbasses would try to curb a youth vaping epidemic by stripping all flavors except tobacco from the market U.S. Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar said at the time that flavored product manufacturers would also have the opportunity to file for approval from the FDA, but their products would be off the market until approved. I mean, see, the FDA act like that people just have all the time in the world to go through their little bullshit process that'll probably take forever, and that's what kills me, dude. When the government gets involved... If it's anything that they're taking from you, like on your paycheck, your taxes, then bitches are gone as soon as your check hits. But God forbid you need something, they take their sweet-ass time. The government seems to always step in on stuff that's doing really well and that helps people. And then they wonder why so many people shit on them and are against them, paranoid of them, whatever, I know they've been offered many years of research of vaping. I, I know a lot of the big, small e-juice companies have offered for them to come into their shop. But yet, they're just dead set 
on, oh, this is the problem, we know it, and there you go. And hopefully, if they do do this and it goes away for a little bit, first off, you can keep the damn pods. I mean, I think that's a fair compromise as opposed to just taking anything, you know what I'm saying? But I'm wondering if it means, okay, e-juice, are they taking all the flavors or are they just taking the pods that are already filled up? You know, like Juul already comes with those in it. That's what I'm wanting to know. I mean, if you, you want to leave that alone, but dude, if you take away dessert and fruit flavors... You might as well just cancel vaping. Nobody's going to want to vape tobacco and menthol. And the crazy part is, is they know that. Like, this is their bullshit way of just doing away with it. They know nobody's going to want to do it. They know good and damn well that this shit isn't appealing to kids. They use kids as their little tactic to implement this shit. If your fucking kid is out here vaping the shit, that's for parents... And whoever goes and busts these stores for selling to underage people, that's their job to prevent that. There's millions of people that have quit smoking and had their lives saved because of vaping. And then now, 10 years later, you all think there's just some magic epidemic that's coming out killing people. Maybe something happened, but I, I just, I don't know, man. I just feel like there's got to be something else. They've got to be not doing something right like me and Letty have talked about. But it, this just kills me. Just leave vaping alone, man. There's plenty other things we need to be worrying about. And it's like as soon as President Trump, he was just going to leave it alone. Well, we don't want to put everybody out of business because thousands of people have jobs in vaping. You're going to put them out of work and then you're going to make them do this bullshit process, whatever. Now, if the process only takes like a... Maybe a week, a couple of days, whatever. Hell yeah. And if the FDA has to come into these shops, cool. Get some FDA agents, whatever, representatives together. Go in there, do your thing, and then bounce. I mean, don't make it to where this is a long, drawn-out process to where these companies, whether small or, or big vape companies, juice companies, whatever, shops, don't make it a process to where they're going to lose money enough to where some of them may not be able to recover depending on how long the process is. Come on, man. This is just getting a little out of hand. But I'm sure this is just a way for the government to stick their nose in, probably get a little profit. Obviously, the tobacco companies are the cause of all this. You know they got their greedy-ass hand in it. Adults came up with these fruit and dessert flavors. Leave them alone. Don't touch the damn juices, man. Like, I live week to paycheck to paycheck. If you canceled me out for a month, that's somebody that probably can't pay their bills or their rent or their car payment. Because you people are too fucking stupid to go look at the plenty years and years of research, labs, manufacturing, all that shit of these vape companies. Because you all don't want to get off your lazy ass and go do it. I thought that was cool with Trump that he canceled it. He realized, hey, these guys vote. They're, they got a lot of jobs out there in the vaping industry. I, th I figured he'd be cool that he would have a solution like, hey, we're just going to look into it. And he even had people, when he had a meeting about it, talking, telling them what the problem was. Vaping's not a fucking problem, guys, okay? Go worry about these drug dealers, rapists, pedophiles, and all these f psychos. And, and leave this petty shit alone, man. This helps people. You don't believe me? Go over to the UK. Go in some hospitals where they're putting vape shops in hospitals, like we've said. I just can't stand this shit, man.
Go fight your war on drugs. <laughs> I'd like to know what war. The shit gets me mad, and I know we've talked about it several times on this pod. Guys, trust me, head on over to CASSA.org. Go check it out. That's the Consumer Advocates for Smoke-Free Alternatives Association. They've got a lot of stuff on here, forums, discussions. They tell you what CASSAA is, what they're about. They have calls to action, resources, everything. They're protecting vaping. It's a lot of ways to go on, make a difference. You can donate. For those of y'all who vape, it's getting serious. I thought it would end, ended whenever Trump made that call in the last year. I guess not. I guess some people are just, you know, getting paid heavily by the tobacco companies, so they're just going to fight this till the end, even though they know good and damn well this is a good thing. But they're not getting any money off of it, so therefore, hey, go check out CASA. I call it CASA, but it's C-A-S-S-A dot org, guys. I go to the call to action. They've got different states and ways that you can help and do your part and, and to help the, stop these bans and stuff. Man, this is just ridiculous. we got to do our part, guys, seriously. 13 million people vape. I don't give a damn if it's half of those people. Five million. That would make a difference. So don't think just because, oh, well, my one little vote or whatever, my one little post or whatever ain't gonna make a difference yes it will i mean we've talked about it a lot guys but vaping helps man it really does it's saved a lot of lives we got to make them see and realize man seriously this is getting old but let me know if you guys do check out casaa.org all right guys that's gonna do it for episode 70 i want to again happy new year guys 2020 I'm telling you, I feel like it's going to be a good year. Go check out Letty's video where she updates on you guys on what happened, why she took a break. Show her some love. Show her some support. Tell her we got her back. We're here for her. We can't wait for her to come back. I want to thank everybody that listens to the show. I don't care if it's for five minutes, the whole episode. If you enjoy us, if you enjoy this podcast, guys, please share us with your family and friends. Let's get out there. I got a lot of cool things in the works. Hopefully we get Letty back before long. And, and I'm telling you, 2020, we going to kill it. We're going to get some merch. We're going to have some interviews. And I wish you guys the best, too. I hope y'all have a great year as well, guys. Facebook.com backslash at RSS podcast is the Facebook page. That's where we post all info regarding the show. That's probably where we post the most. I probably, I neglect the other social medias, but again, I'm working on that. If anybody wants to help, you know, throw updates, posts, everything for me on there, that'd be great. Guys, uh, if anybody's wanting to be on a podcast, this podcast, a co-host for a while, join me and Letty when she comes back. If you want to just fill in while she's gone, man, hit me up, for real. If you like what we talk about and do on this podcast, let me know, guys. ReadySetShowPodcast at gmail.com. And guys, again, man, go follow our Anchor page, seriously. Anchor.fm backslash r-s-s-podcast. Go check it out. Follow it if you enjoy us. And guys, if y'all got any ideas, suggestions, feedback, whatever it may be, I'm an adult. I can take it if it's bad. 
if it's good hell yeah thank you if you just want to share your opinion on the show if you want to comment to anything that i talked about today let me know and i know this was a different episode it wasn't a lot of music or gaming but uh, every now and then we might switch it up guys but thank you all for joining me again happy new year be safe out there let's make this year the shit guys and i hope everybody had a great new year's and christmas thank y'all again for the ready set show podcast i'm dt ready set show time let's get it huh